0: What's going on everyone? and Welcome back to another episode of the Chell Stars podcast. Today is going to be a good one. We have everybody here, including Corey, who hasn't been here for a good month. So we're glad to have him back on the podcast. We missed him. So we're going to be going through some news today as well as doing our much anticipated um, prediction standings wise in the Western Conference. And we're going to do some NHL 24 ratings as well too since they just dropped but I'll kick it off to Max to start with the news.
1: Rick, Thank you, Mikey. And to clarify, I believe it's probably been three months for Corey. What? Well, yeah. we had like the two month break there and he's missed the last two episodes. So it's probably been since July. <laughs> it's good to be back. And I am
2: back with some new tech. You might notice my new mic and you can hear my voice clearly get ready for many clear and concise rants coming your way and i will give a shout out to my girlfriend for hooking me up the first thing she said when she listened to my voice on the podcast was wow we need to get you a better mic so pearl
3: pearl thank you for that and uh good to be back let's get her going that's a real mvp move also I think we'd be, we'd, be, we'd be remiss to say uh, or to miss saying "Happy Birthday, Mikey." The big Woo! two six now, yes, sir. Happy birthday! Oh, so old.
0: Nothing better. Nothing better than doing a podcast with all your homies <laughs> on your birthday.
3: Absolutely, you could be doing so much worse stuff. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, on a Wednesday night.
1: <laughs> Anyways. We can get into the news. We got a little bit of a jam-packed episode for you all. Uh, Lots of debating. I'm sure that will happen now that Corey is here. He's been holding it in for so long. Yep. He's been holding in, and his (laughs) rival Kyle is here as well. (laughs) We were already bantering before we started recording. We barely even started recording, and they were already going off. And I was like, wait! (laughs) Wait! (laughs) Like... And then they start Corey started <laughs> preparing arguments and everything, and it's like, bro, we're not <laughs> even recording. <laughs> well, yeah. You know. So we'll get into that later. Uh spoiler, it probably has to do with NHL and their ratings, but we'll you'll see how that unravels. Anyways, we got a few bit of news to cover. Um, not a lot. I mean obviously preseason's underway, Knucks got smoked and nothing. We don't have to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't
0: want to talk
1: about it. There's not a lot to talk about, anyways. Uh, we can ignore that and pass over it. They're playing right now against McDavid and Dryside. I'm not sure what the update was on that score. Erin whips out her phone. Um, well, we can talk about other news. Scored.
4: It's 1 1.
1: It's still 1 1. Okay. Uh, other Canuck news, though. Um, two of them. Corey Schneier uh, has retired after being, mm. you know, a little bit of controversy there with him and everything, but uh, he got us Horvat, and then he got us a different package, so congrats on retirement for him. I don't know if we have to say much on him.
4: <laughs> Wait. What even a different package? Okay. okay. <laughs> I genuinely want to know, though, as much as I...
1: a different trade package. Like,
4: <laughs> okay. Kyle
0: is the
1: other. Okay. Yeah. The Finnish guy. Hey, Mikey. Uh Yeah. And then swiftly after that, about two days later, I believe, uh, we got the news that Roberto Luongo will be inducted into the Ring of Honor with the Canucks, I believe, in December when they face off against Florida. So, Corey, what do you have to say about that? (laughs) What do I have
2: to say? Um, you know, honestly, I think Lou is deserving of Ring of Honor. I'm glad they're not retiring his number. That should be uh, saved for Corey Schneider. But <laughs> <laughs> I think the listeners know my take on the Lu- I just wish that they had done it on uh, December 12th instead of 14th. To signify the 12 goals that he let in during the Stanley Cup finals. Oh, I feel like that would have I feel like that would have made more sense.
3: <laughs> but you know, yeah. Congrats. 12. 12, 12 goals in a seven game series isn't that bad.
1: Okay, well how about eight in one game? Yeah, it's more so when you look at the game by game. <laughs> Corias is
3: memorized I don't unfortunately it's
2: in I've been... <laughs> never forget <laughs> you know and and are we are we talking about Schneider right now can we get into this oh yeah fire fire <laughs> away what I, I'm want.
1: sure you're pretty eager
2: <laughs> I mean honestly. Schneider gets a hard time for his last few years, but pre-hip injury, his prime was better than Luongo's prime. I'll I'll, I'll take that argument any day. His numbers support it, and his – I mean, he didn't play on very – he was either backup on a good team or a starter on a pretty average jersey team. But technically, far superior goalie. And if they had, if he was starting those years, they were competitive. Makes you wonder. Makes you wonder. That's that's. I'll say. I'll leave it at that. Or will I? Or will I? (laughs) Probably (laughs) not. No, I mean, take, you know, <laughs> look at the numbers. They speak for themselves. It's it's too bad that uh, he didn't get his chance to shine because it was a short career, but damn, it was a good one.
3: Very well said. <laughs> now... Schneider was the backup on that squad, right? Yeah, yeah. What if Schneider played Game Seven?
2: Well, good question. I'd be a much happier person today, Kyle.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you so think Corey, that would have changed the outcome?
4: Yeah. Or you mentioned you that uh, that you thought that Schneider was a better goalie than Luongo, so I just had to check the stats. Because I remember Schneider's save percentage being pretty good. Point nine one eight. Luongo is point nine one nine. So, the facts don't lie. I don't know.
2: This is for during the season.
4: This is career games played. So playoffs, I'll give you oh. that. But
2: oh, we're not we're not talking career. We're talking the years two thousand and ten <laughs> to <laughs> what? We're talking 2010 to uh, about 20, 2016. and even if you just want to look at at the the Canucks, you can look at 2010 to 2013. I mean, he put he made Luongo a backup. We're talking a Hall of Famer in the middle of his career, Roberto Luongo. Was the backup in his last year in Vancouver, or uh, second second last year before Schneider got traded? Like, do people forget this? He lost the starting job in his pri in Luongo's like peak years.
3: I don't think people remember as well as you do, Corey, not going to lie. <laughs> it's yeah, am yeah, crickets over here. Like I'll
4: give you that, though. I was yeah. just trying to look back at the specifically the 2010 season, and it's still only .01 apart. But in that instance, it was Schneider that was .01 better. So there you go. For a backup, I guess that's pretty impressive to be that close.
2: Yeah. Well... Less games played, but as the years he played more games, and then, and he, okay, I think he for all the years he was here, he had better save percentage of the two for every single year. So, um, you know, a career, and if his save, if his numbers are similar to Luongo's over the course of their career. Well, Luonga's a very decorated goalie. Well, supposedly, but that would, that would just mean Schneider has more or less the same body of work. Also, they have the same number of NHL uh, hardware: one William M. Jennings Trophy, which they share. So, you know,
0: but there's a gold medal around Luongo's neck.
2: Okay. Pretty sure
0: he played majority games for that team candidate team if I'm not mistaken.
2: He did. Yeah, that was a stacked team. That was a good team. team. That was a great, yeah. That was a really, really great team. You could almost say (laughs) that goalie just had to be there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh
0: my god.
3: They say that but would you be confident going into an olympics with carter Hart in that is that what we're looking at i'm just saying yeah well yeah actually i don't because what are canada's options for an olympic team like darcy kemper carter hart um anybody else help me out guys
4: spinnington
3: uh, jari <laughs> is kemper canadian yeah tristan jari huh Mm. Oh yeah, Kemper is. What was the question? Hmm. Kemper is Canadian from Saskatchewan.
1: That's true. There's a lot of guys named Darcy from Saskatchewan. (laughs) Weird. Yeah. Weird facts. (laughs) Name name (laughs) name as many as you know. Never mind. Moving
3: on. (laughs)
0: You got Mackenzie Blackwood. He would definitely take the uh, certain job and yeah.
2: Martin Jones? How about Devin Levi, potentially? Swift currents.
3: Darcy Regeer is from Saskatchewan, if you remember him. No. Former <laughs> uh, former Buffalo Sabres general manager, Darcy Regeer. Mm. How about Robin Regeer? Defenseman. Uh, Spelt differently. Mm. Good he, defenseman, though. You know where he was born, actually? He was born in... Hang on, I do know
2: uh of course. south africa is that right is that right um no brazil was my second <laughs> brazil was my second guess brazil was my second guess
3: nhl players born in south africa there was one i uh, think
2: Olaf kolzig tell me i'm right oh you are right i didn't yes. have to look it up there we go oh
3: my god
0: <laughs> well that's the trivia to for today, guys, glad you enjoyed the segment.
3: <laughs> yeah, Olaf Kohlzig. Olaf um, right? yeah. What country did he represent? Jer- Germany. 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 Correct. Denmark. Yeah, the Olaf. Good goalie, too. Yeah. yeah, he was he was underrated for the time. hmm Just a solid starter. Germany. Yeah, Johannesburg, South Africa.
2: Mm-hmm. Actually. I give a quick shout out to our South African listeners, Russell and Brad. Oh. Oh, wow! One. <laughs> yeah, our, our our loyal followers from South Africa.
3: <laughs> which trophy something. did which trophy did Olaf Colezig win? The Jennings or the Vesna? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Vesna. Correct. I think you want? Yeah. He won it in ninety nine two thousand season. Wow,
2: wow, that's a good one. So he's he's already got more than Luongo. They <laughs> should put his name up on the on the wall
3: instead. Yeah, honestly.
1: Anyways, that's all I got for that. Well, what's next, Corey? You're all done with that. For now. <laughs> okay. When we talk about goalies later, that might come up again. Uh, okay. Well, last bit of news. Uh, I believe this was this morning. Uh, Calgary uh, resigned Michael Backlund uh, for two years, as well as including in that, basically, uh, a captaincy. So another team names a captain, <laughs> following a trend here. Um. So I mean, they were worried about him leaving in UFA next summer, and he is now to stay for at least two more seasons after this one. <clears throat> Actually, that's not true. I don't know if there's any trade protection on it. <laughs> the captaincy basically is that.
3: I'm I'm kind of impressed with Craig Conroy so far. The fact that they've gotten him re-signed. Because I think the last season Backland was like I don't even know if I want to be here anymore
1: Yeah, that's a good sign If, you know Because there was all those rumors Throughout the summer about him And for him to resign Shows a lot You know, that's probably changed In the locker room there So, good on him So there's five teams Without captains now
3: we got Anaheim, Arizona, Chicago, Philadelphia, and Seattle. Do you guys think any of those teams will name captains
1: before the season start, starts? No. No. Not, not those teams. Not, not those teams.
2: Uh,
1: Phil- maybe May- Philadelphia.
3: May- maybe. Who do, era- the, who do you think the front runner is for those teams? I would say uh couturier is he playing yes he is he was actually he he played his first preseason game the other day that was his first game in like 600 days wow <laughs> wow i mean he comes
2: to mind as Definitely. a captain similar to very similar to uh, adam lowry very similar to michael backland kind of team that is N- not doing so well right now um and kind of like a like a fan favorite legacy player to to keep keep the glue together kind of thing
0: yeah
3: another guy I think of for Philly is Scott Lawton,
0: yeah, okay. I was gonna mention him, but he's definitely gonna have the a
3: yeah I don't know yeah, I don't know if Tortorella will be naming a captain though i feel like, yeah what, what were what was the other teams? The other teams we had Anaheim, Arizona, Chicago, and Seattle. Obviously, Chicago is just kind of waiting for Bedard to have an insane season so they can name him captain. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Do you guys have any thoughts for Seattle? They broke out in the playoffs last year. I think
2: they might look at Beniers in the future. Beniers in the future,
3: or one of
2: Eberle
0: the... maybe.
3: Yeah, that's a good. Job. That really doesn't seem like captain material to me. Let's see. It. He's just a vet. Mm-hmm. He's a vet. Yeah, I know I he's been in, he's in the league team. for a while. Yeah, I think Yanni yeah, Gord would be another good option. Hmm.
2: I think for Arizona, when they return to whatever arena, their arena. Yeah, I think they maybe put whoever's locked up, be it Keller or. Someone else, they throw a C on. I could see that. Yeah. And um, Anaheim, I think they're probably. Like, Cam Fowler. He was I. I would probably I think right now he's the best pick, but I'm not sure if they have ideas for. I don't know about Zgris. potentially. What's his name? Um. Uh, what's the other M? What, what's his name? Uh, McTavish.
3: McTavish potentially him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Zegers I don't even know if he's is he under contract or is he still an RFA? He's still an RFA. Because there's been a bit of scuttlebutt around his his camp. <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> scuttlebutt. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you said
2: scuttlebutt. What
1: mean?
2: <laughs> scuttlebutt. That's a good. That's uh, big points in Scrabble yeah exactly <laughs> I think that's in the dictionary
3: animosity tension <laughs> what other words shall what other synonyms shall we bad yeah, vibes don't An- <laughs> I don't think Anaheim's in a position to name a captain I think they're like Chicago where there's just too many moving parts um, last but not least hmm, Arizona what do you guys did think
1: just for
2: Arizona?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no? Keller.
2: Yeah.
3: The new arena. Right, right, right. <laughs> you guys did go over it. I was too busy worrying about the words I was saying because I was getting judged <laughs> for it. Goodness <laughs> gracious. Yeah, yeah, Keller probably a good pick.
2: Doesn't, doesn't he want not to want to be games. there either? Wasn't there rumor that he he doesn't want to be, play there?
3: That did come out, but I don't know if his dad's Twitter got leaked or what <laughs> happened with that, <laughs> or got got hacked, sorry. <laughs> no idea about that situation. But Keller would be a good pick, but I also just feel like he's more of like a lead by example, maybe not. I don't know, I don't know. He's, he doesn't come across as a guy that's very No, he's
2: really or, just their most talented player. Yeah. Like, to me, that's... I mean you could also
0: go with Travis Boyd. He's been uh he's been one of their good players for that
3: like a, little, a while. little while. That'd be like a Derek McKenzie pick. <laughs> Dude, uh Matt Dumba for one year. That's it. Oh
2: god. <laughs> Give it to uh whoever's on their IR Hosa. That's a good pick. Oh, so.
3: <laughs> Who is it? Shea Weber. Jacob yeah. Boracek <laughs> and Brian Little. I hope we get all Yeah. Oh
2: wow. Stacked.
3: Hall of Famers. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I, I, I would th- I don't think we'll get into Backland right now because we'll probably go over that with our standings predictions, but good for him.
2: Way to go, Backland.
1: Okay, <laughs> hey, Max, what's next? That, you. that was it. I was waiting for you to Me? Okay. carry on. That was it for the okay. news. Um, I can do that. Perfect. Yeah, I got nothing else. Got
3: nothing, nothing. Sounds great. Um, <laughs> I was
1: waiting for you to just keep going. I didn't know. If we had webcams, you'd see me just be, like, ushering my hands, like, come on. <laughs> I can't hear that through the...
3: Okay, anyways. So, standing prediction time. Last year, we did solid. Not. <laughs> Shout out to Corey. I think Corey was the only one who perfectly guessed an entire division standings. He had Work. the central locked down. But... The award for most accurate standing <laughs> predictions goes to myself. <laughs> Somehow.
4: Except we're going to fact check that later because he counted it himself.
3: What an ego. He just gave that to himself. He announced <laughs> yeah. it to himself, eh? What crazy. am I supposed to do? Be humble about it? Nah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, the worst standings predictions Mikey and Max. Sorry, boys. Let's go, Max. Let's go. Tied this, year, with this year's going to be better. most errors.
1: Maybe. <laughs>
3: yeah, so with no further ado, we will get into our standards predictions for this year and see everyone's outlook on, on the season now. First, I'm going to go through our 1-8 to eight of the Central Division, and then I'll turn it over to each of you guys, and you're going to tell us why you think certain teams are certain places in your in your rankings. So, Central Division, we got Dallas finishing first place, Colorado in second place, and Minnesota finishing in third place. We have fringe playoff teams being Winnipeg finishing in fourth place in that division, Nashville in fifth, Arizona in sixth, St. Louis down in seventh, and Chicago hanging out in number eight. So... First, over to you, Corey. We yes. got your standings. Uh, I'm noticing you got Nashville at the bottom. I got Nashville pretty low, too. Um, what are you seeing from them this season? Or what are we expecting to see from them this season?
2: Nashville. Um, yeah, first off, uh, the Central Division was off for me. Uh, we were talking about it earlier, and we feel there's kind of three front runners and then the rest are all just kind of the same, hard-to-place. Middle-of-the-pack teams. Um, Nashville, to me, not very exciting. Not much up front. Duchesne is gone. Johansson's gone. It's going to be time for new players to shine with them. Hey, they could be a surprise, but, hey, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hey. (laughs) Hey. But regardless, Yosi is still a beast on defense. Um, but I can't really give you a long list of forwards on their team because I know none. So
3: <laughs>
2: that's yeah, why I have them that's very sure. low.
3: And you have Winnipeg dropping off a lot too. I take it. I, I see even lower than Chicago.
2: Yes, I don't see Winnipeg surprising being much of a surprise although they do have uh, good goaltending some good players on D and forwards still but the direction of that team is mysterious to me their coach is coming back after ripping the team um, the direction I'm not sure where what they're trying to be competitive or not competitive I don't know I don't
3: see them pushing And what would you label your biggest surprise in that division?
2: My biggest surprise. Well, I have Arizona at four. So when I was thinking of who would be the surprise, as I like to try, as I like to, hey, hey, as I like to try and predict uh, who would kind of be the surprise. Uh, By the way, I guess the central uh, perfectly. If you didn't hear Kyle,
0: (laughs) oh, I heard him more than I heard him more than once tonight. Say that you'd do that perfectly. So.
2: And I'll do it again. You hear?
0: If you do this one perfectly, then I will never say anything to you ever, ever about your decisions. Ever? I mean, still I'll talk still, talk you talk me. yeah. <laughs> still talk to me. Yeah. This is recording. So, so...
2: <laughs> back to my train of thought. Um, yes, I'll take Arizona to, to surprise because no one else will. And, uh, Yeah, it could be the Vegas of a few years ago. Probably not,
4: but number four, maybe. And Minnesota
3: over Colorado? Um, Thank you for
2: that question, Kyle. Uh, I did have Minnesota over Colorado. And again, this is just a regular season prediction. I do think the Avalanche are always a beast in the postseason. um, But because of their changes and their missing personnel, I think Minnesota will finish ahead in the regular season. Maybe by a close margin, but that's my prediction. For sure. Awesome.
3: We'll go over to the pie eater, Aaron, <laughs> rehearsed in. <laughs> rehearsed in. Yo. Yo.
4: Yeah, what do you want to know, Kyle? Do you want me to list mine?
3: What's your, like, teams that you were kind of arguing between, um, what was your hardest decision on your standings? You okay. have Dallas, Colorado, Minnesota, top three, and then same with all of us where we're kind of filtering all the rest of the teams in below it.
4: Yeah, so the way I did it this year, because last season I put a lot of thought into it and I tried to prepare and it did not go well. I was not close, I don't think. So this year it was just all instinctive, gut feeling, no thought, just pick what I felt. So... I can say that there wasn't really a hard choice, but probably the last three I struggled with, what order I thought they could go into. I know Max didn't agree with how I thought Chicago wouldn't come last,
1: but you can explain
4: that later. But I feel like they're going to have a slightly better season this year with the changes they've made. But it's hard to predict what a team like St. Louis or Arizona is going to do. So that was kind of a difficult choice
3: that's totally fair yeah arizona arizona, arizona <laughs> st louis <Wow>. arizona. <laughs> what's going <on>? arizona arizona
4: <laughs> arizona arizona <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Arizona's one of those teams that just kind of like sneakily has improved. Like you don't really hear any good things said about Arizona. They don't really have a ton of big names or anything. It's just always kind of negative around just their team and organization as a whole. So it's almost hard to like put them high in the standings if you just think about them. But I do think they're going to be yeah. a little better than they have in the past.
3: Well, their, t- their top two centers, Barrett Hayton and Logan Cooley. Barrett Hayton had a great season last year. Ooh, and Logan Cooley. Yeah. Looking oh. sick in the preseason. Oh.
0: So. oh, that LA game. Holy goal.
3: Yeah. That
4: was a good goal.
3: It was legit niff. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got St. Louis down at the bottom <laughs> of that that division. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, I just feel like they've kind of aged out of their prime. They haven't really made many good additions to their team. And, yeah, I just don't think they're really in a position to do well in how competitive that division's going to be.
3: Yeah, they definitely just kind of shed all their Stanley Cup winning squad and just have...
4: Yeah, they didn't really replace it with anything.
3: (laughs) No, yeah, exactly. They're getting rid of Riley and adding Kevin Hayes. Like... Just a weird, weird off season for them. Okay, we'll go on to Maxwell. Maxwell, tell us about you. Uh,
1: so I'll just start at the bottom here with Chicago. Um, I kind of spoke about it last episode with when we discussed the over-unders with Bedard. Um, he's definitely going to be a heavy power play merchant, but their team as a whole, not looking good. Their decor... Big yikes there. Their goaltending, it starts with Merazic so that's just the big yikes. Um, I'll leave it there, because no way they don't come last. I'm sticking with that. That was my f- the first team I put down in this prediction. St. Louis, I had at 7. We just discussed it with Aaron. They're just aging out. Their 6 D-men that they would ice, I believe, are all above 30, which is just not great in this day and age with NHL and, you know, the young guns running it, I would say. Arizona would definitely be my surprise in this. I still have them six, which looks bad on paper, but I think it'll be a a really good season for them. Uh, Logan Cooley will be a very exciting player to watch. And, I mean, that's really their future right there, so exciting for Yotes fans for once.
4: What Yotes fans? Ha
1: ha. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> uh, then it kind of becomes a jumbled mess. You can include Arizona in this jumbled mess. Uh, Winnipeg, Minnesota, Nashville. Those three are all really hard to predict. Minnesota barely did anything this summer just because of that pure dead cap hit they have with pre and Suter. I believe it makes up about 17 mil for two people not to play. So it's hard to bet on that team. I think they do actually miss out on the playoffs. And I'll get into that later with the Pacific. But uh, my top three actually starts with Dallas at the top, Colorado. I don't need to explain those two. Uh, Nashville, I think actually with a new coach, will actually help them. Um, Soros is a great goalie, great goalie, so Kyle can Kyle. <laughs> preach that as much as he wants. I love UC Soros. <laughs> uh, and I think just the way their teams run, still solid decor there, and really decor and goaltending can still get you some wins, and I just don't like the teams below them. So that's all I got to say. Cool. We'll hand
3: it off to Mikey now. Um, what do you got here, Mikey? You are you got Minnesota falling out of the the top three in the division and Colorado at the top, what's going on.
0: Yeah, so my first place is different compared to you guys. Um, Colorado is going to be uh, first, in my opinion, just with their team. They're obviously still really good. McCarr, Renton, McKinnon. They added Tatar for the depth play as well, too, which is a great pickup. Um, I, I, Dallas and Colorado can go either way, but Colorado, I think this season, they're going to turn it up a little bit. The big one for me was Winnipeg at three. Uh, I put Winnipeg at – I originally had Minnesota at three, by looking at the two rosters, Winnipeg, it looks like they have more talent. Uh, new captain, I think they're going to be a little bit more refreshed in that sense as well, too. So I think they're going to come out banging Mark a pure 40-goal scorer, which he's proven. Um, so probably big things for him to come. And Nashville, I mean, they have a new coach, but their team is still met in my opinion. Um, they might squeeze in and beat Minnesota for that fourth spot, but I don't think so. And then my bottom three are St. Louis, Arizona, Chicago. Just like you guys have Chicago at the bottom, their team I don't think is good enough to win a ton of games, even if they have Bedard. St. Louis, yes, they are old, but they do still have some talent on that team. And Jordan Kyrou, Tory Krug, they still have Bennington in that if he's consistent. Um, they also have Thomas as well. So, that's a little bit better than what Arizona and Chicago have, so that's kind of my standing-wise.
3: Good stuff. What's your biggest surprise, you think, coming out of this season?
0: Uh, I want to say – I'm going to say Winnipeg, probably. Yeah. Like, I can – we've seen them do really well before in the past, and they've made the playoffs. It's just how, I guess, the coach, you know, balances up the lines, what – What he kind of like teaches them in practice what they if they're actually like willing to go for a run here then i think they can do it um yeah i think winnipeg is kind of like in the third spot that's like my iffy point that's my surprise it could go either way between winnipeg and minnesota but i'm gonna stick with winnipeg for now
3: good stuff good stuff i'll finish up here with mine um mine goes dallas at the top i just think they're too strong i think they're gonna Run away with this division this year. I think colorado's is a bit weaker than they were a couple years ago, a bit stronger than they were last year, but I still think they're shooing for a second in the division. I think that their new additions to the team are going to add a lot of depth, but it's going to be a bit of a not a rough regular season, but it'll be up and down a little bit for them just one gains chemistry. Um, I think my bold prediction is Minnesota dropping out of the top three in the in the division. I think that like Max is saying, all that cap's wrapped up in, in two players that are on different teams right now. And they got Kaprasov, they got Boldy, but everyone else kind of struggled or was injured last year, so it, it might be a might be a bit of a down season for Minnesota. I think that gives Winnipeg a chance. Um, to finish third in that division again. Or no, they finished wild card last year, but but finished third in that division this year because they got Hellebuck and Shifley for contract. So you know those two are going to bring their A game on the season. I think Arizona's going to make a little bit of a push in place. Um, young team, fun team, lots of energy there. But even if they're in a, fighting for a playoff spot about halfway through the season, I think they'll be tapering off by, like, game 60 or 70 because those those young players will be getting a bit tired over the long year. St. Louis, I don't know what, what St. Louis is going to be this year. Who knows? They they could be really good or they could be middle of the pack, so we'll find out. And then we got Nashville. I, I got Nashville second last in the division. I, I'm looking at their roster, and there's not a lot of NHL player, like NHL recognizable, recognizable on there. Um, last year they did great with all those players that were fringe NHL players. Everyone was playing out of their mind, but I think um, now, starting a fresh season, I think it's going to be a bit of a slower start for them, and I think they get behind the eight ball quick, and I think they're going to have a, a bit of a, uh, a struggle this year. And then Chicago, last place. Enough said there. There. Um, they're. They just need to draft well. They don't need to win games right now. Get Bedard on the power play and give them some points. Anybody got any questions about anybody else's standings?
2: Uh, not a question, but I just want to say I like what Mikey had said with Winnipeg. Actually, now that I think about it, they do have still good talent on the team, and they could prove. People wrong from what we saw last year, so they could be a bit of a comeback story. um So I like that take, Mike.
0: Yeah, not to mention, like I've already mentioned, Shifley. But obviously, with the with Hellebuck, I think he's still he's still. I know there's the trade rumors and everything, but I think he's still their goalie. They also have Josh Morrissey, who's coming off a fantastic year um on defense. I can only see him improving. They have Kyle Connor, um Adam Lowry as a captain. I'm sure that's going to push him as well too to play a little bit harder. So yeah,
3: I don't think for Feddy going into his second year too, Mikey. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't see why they couldn't make a playoff spot because they are a good team on paper. If you look at the roster, they are a very good team.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I I agree with you there. Um Yeah. But everyone knows we're usually wrong with the standing predictions, so yeah, don't yeah I, just hope I, I just hope
0: I'm just hope i right with St. Louis because like like you just said, Kyle, it's so 50-50 with them. They can either, like, you know, middle of a pact or I can see them being down low. Can I see them being worse than Chicago and Arizona? Not realistically, but, I mean, just hopefully that talent that they still do have on their team can rise to the occasion.
3: Because most of their young talent, I mean, like, other than, like, Thomas and kairu like you're like you're looking at like kasperi kapanen and jacob varana guys who who didn't work out on other teams so it'll be interesting to see if they can kind of make stuff stick i know both of them had a good end to the season last year but it'll be interesting to see what they bring this year a full 82 games with with st louis yeah
0: i mean it seems like st louis is doing what the canucks wanted to do in terms of I don't know how they put it, but remember when the Canucks were saying that they wanted to bring in guys that were already NHL players, but they weren't doing so good on the teams that they were on? Yep. And they wanted to kind of like change it up. So I could see them,
3: you know, being those type of players and actually doing well, hopefully. Yeah, no, you're totally right. That's exactly what the Canucks wanted to do. And uh, St. Louis executing it perfectly. <laughs> okay, now we go on to all of your guys' favorite division, the Pacific Division. Um, It's interesting to see there's a lot of variation between everyone's standings, mostly where Vancouver, LA, and Calgary end up. So it'll be interesting to hear everyone talk about it. Now, when I averaged out all these standings, I'll give you the averages, but that doesn't really do anybody's standings justice because it's just everyone's so unique in their point of view. Um, other than the fact that it's going to be Edmonton and Vegas 1-2, <laughs> that was across the board. Everyone agreed. We had Edmonton 1 in, in the division and Vegas 2. Next, the cumulative ranking had, L.A. at three. We had Seattle at four. Vancouver at five. so That fringe kind of playoff spot. Um, Calgary at six. Anaheim at seven. San Jose in dead last in that division. Hey, birthday boy, I'm going to send it over to you. Are the connections in the playoffs this year? I really hope so.
0: I mean, my standings don't really do that justice, but... Of course of course I would rather have my standings be wrong and have my Canucks make a big push. Um obviously Edmonton at number one, I got to Vegas at two, I right LA at three, Seattle at four, Vancouver at five, Calgary at six, Anaheim seven and San Jose at eight. Um I think that's pretty accurate. Last podcast, I said Calgary are going to come bottom two, but I guess I wasn't thinking because I don't think they're going to be worse than Aham or San Jose.
1: <laughs> so I could, even,
0: <laughs> I could even see them doing better than maybe Vancouver if stuff doesn't go well with them. Um, I think those are pretty spot-on predictions for once in the Pacific. I hope I'm right. But like I said, if Canucks can bounce up, then I will happily take my Ls on these predictions. I do want to say, though, I think San Jose will be literally dead last in the league. Um, I think San Jose will be dead last in the league. Anaheim is not going to be far behind.
3: Awesome. Okay, next is next. Max, will head over to you. You had a very similar
1: order to Mikey. Me and Mikey. But you had Vancouver. Yeah, so the only difference between Mikey and I's is uh, you swap Vancouver and Seattle around, so I have Vancouver at four, Seattle at five. Uh, one thing also to note, you mentioned Edmonton-Vegas being one-two across the board. All of us have Anaheim-San Jose bottom two in that exact okay.
3: order. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right
1: there. Um, So it's really just those middle four that, E- you can easily see, and you'll get into here. Uh, all of us juggled around quite a bit. No one was—I mean, me and Mike were the closest, but everyone else was all over the place. Um, when I mentioned when I talked about the central, I mentioned uh, who was it? Minnesota being fourth and them missing the playoffs because I actually do have the Pacific getting both wild cards this year, so Vancouver do make it into the playoffs, even though they do come fourth. Um, It's a very tough division. I can easily see Calgary having a bit of a bounce back year. Not that I want that, but, uh, you know, with Markstrom, Huberto, you know, new coach, just all, all of a new GM, they're all around, really. So you can definitely see that there. Um, It's a tough division, though, so it's hard to say. Vegas is a bit of an interesting one. L.A. with their goaltending scares me but just with how they play and still very defensive strongly defensive team that i think it easily still propels them into the top three uh but i'd like to hear your guys takes on your standings for sure
3: yeah uh will send it over to you next to do your summary
2: yeah yeah pacific is a tough tough division um, uh, like someone else uh alluded to yeah Edmonton, front runner, prime McDavid, prime Dry Settle. I think, uh, barring any weird uh, outcomes, they should finish first. Vegas is Vegas. They got a good team. They should finish second. Then, where it gets a little interesting, you have um, Calgary, LA, Seattle, and Vancouver all kind of bubble again, like I guess similar to the Central kind of middle of the pack teams um yeah for me here we go again fuck it i got vancouver in third um really trying to one of these (laughs) years yeah pretty much trying to manifest it aaron's right like one of these years i'll be right i guess i'll pick them as my surprise team like they certainly have um the the pieces to be a surprise team um a a young core uh, that will hopefully keep getting better. Um, So I don't think it's crazy for them third. I mean, I think they'll be sniffing around the wild card and the bubble for most of the year. So yeah, I threw them in there. Um, For me at fourth, uh, Seattle, they're good. I can only see them getting better um, based on last year. Uh, Yeah, I had LA fifth. Uh, The goaltending worries me a little bit, as Max said. Um, And again, like Kopitar and Doughty are getting older. I don't see them getting a ton better than they were last year. I know they have young players. This is just my prediction. Um, And Calgary was hard to place for me. I have them in six. They also could certainly be like a... Like a comeback team as well. They have a lot to prove, actually. So I rated them low, but they certainly could finish higher as someone else may have put them. Um, and then Anaheim, San Jose, 7-8. San Jose definitely bottom. They're not even trying. Um, <laughs> Anaheim is probably trying, but they're still... They got a ways to go. So... Yeah, that's. It's
3: where I'm at. Good stuff. Good stuff. So you have a Vancouver facing Vegas or Edmonton in the first round.
2: No, I have I hope not. I have Edmonton or Vegas facing Vancouver in the first round.
3: Oh, sorry. Thank you for the correction. Yeah. No no problem. Okay, now we'll head over to Aaron. What do you got in your standings?
4: So, I mean, I won't even touch on the top two or the bottom two because same reasons all you guys picked those ones. Pretty safe guesses. I mean, we say that, but we were pretty wrong last year, so you never know. Um, But yeah, the middle four were definitely really tough. Um, My order was starting at number three, Vegas, LA, Calgary, Seattle, Vancouver. Sorry, I don't know why I included Vegas, number two. LA, Calgary, Seattle, Vancouver. Um, But honestly, a lot of that, was pretty easy to change. It was kind of tough to put them in those positions. I do think that Calgary is going to have a bit of a comeback season here. I mean, we all expected a lot better from this last year, with all the stuff that was going on behind the scenes, clearly affecting their play. And now that that's all kind of dealt with, I kind of have a feeling we're going to see the team that we expected to see last year. Um, so I do see them making a little bit of a jump, ending up where I had them fourth here. Um, Seattle, yeah, same thing. They're kind of just middle of the pack. They've gotten better, but I don't think they're going to they're gonna be able to crack those bigger teams, LA, Calgary, yet. Um, I went with a bit of a different strategy to Corey in rating Vancouver six. Um, I'm a little tired of getting my hopes up, so I'm going to rank them nice and low and then just be pleasantly surprised when they do better than that. Um, I do think they can very easily move up in that list, but as we've seen before, tend to have some problems with consistently doing well so until i see that consistency i'm not gonna not gonna be able to rank them any higher
2: that's that's a good idea don't set yourself up for disappointment (laughs) you're (laughs) allowing yourself you're allowing yourself to be
3: happy you're setting setting expectations low there you go she's setting real realistic expectations yeah This this is why Aaron is generally in a better frame of mind during (laughs) hockey season (laughs) than Corey. (laughs) This is why I don't engage in (laughs) (laughs) it. So so my Pacific standings, that middle four, are pretty much opposite to what you guys had, I'd say. (laughs) Um, Edmonton, Vegas, of course, top two. They can be interchangeable. I would not be shocked if Vegas takes that division again this year, but either way, it's Edmonton-Vegas 1-2, and then anaheim Santos bottom two. Now, Calgary had an incredibly bad season last year in the luck department. So unlucky that they just barely missed the playoffs. If their luck turns... like Their goalie stats were good. I think... Markstrom and Vladar both had the sub three goals against average and over nine hundred save percentages, but they just Calgary couldn't score at all. Their their puck luck was so bad last year, they were they're were losing two to one games, they were losing mostly one goal games. So I think their luck is gonna turn around. I think Calgary's gonna come third in that division this year. Seattle, I mean, I watched every single one of their first-round games last year against Colorado, and they were an incredible team. They are so disciplined, so structured. I think that they're going to be making the playoffs again. This year. I think that they're going to be another spot. I think that they didn't improve all that much this offseason, but they definitely didn't get worse. So I can see them coming into a wild-card spot again this year. I have LA falling in the playoffs, dropping two spots. Finishing outside, or potentially outside the playoffs. Definitely a fringe team. Their defense got worse. Their goaltending got worse. Their forwards got better. But I think the like the the lack of defense now for LA is crazy. They have Drew Doughty, Mikey Anderson. Pairing is pretty decent. Matt Roy, Gavrikov. I'm not a big Gavrikov fan. He's all right. But then their their third pairing is a bunch of, is a couple. And their goaltending is as bad as I can remember it in what is it, like the last 15 years? They've had Jonathan Quick as a staple in net for 15 years, and he's gone now. They have Phoenix Copley starter and Cam Talbot, who spent half the year last year on the IR, the other half as backup in Ottawa. So, yeah, I think, I think LA is in for a little bit of a check, um, unfortunately. And then Vancouver, I got finishing sixth. I think that their defense didn't improve at all. I think that their forwards improved a little bit. And maybe their goaltending... They're facing a lot of good teams. And... I just... Have tempered expectations like Aaron does.
0: I just want to add something on the Seattle part, Kyle. Yeah. Um, They actually added Brian Dumoulin on defense. Who I think is a pretty damn good defenseman. Playing on Pittsburgh all these years. So I think... In like that sense, defensive wise, they've improved as well too. So yeah. I would, so I, I would, I can, I can see them do even better that way. But
3: okay, I would tend to disagree with you there. I think Dumoulin is a little bit over year um, when Pittsburgh made the playoffs last, but I think he, his play has steadily declined um, the past couple of years, and I think Pittsburgh didn't even try to re-sign him because he just wasn't cutting it any. So that's my opinion on. Yeah.
0: Monday. Maybe a new team, new, uh, a new vibe, but we'll see. Absolutely. I still, yeah. I, I still didn't mind him.
3: So we'll see. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not so high, but we will see. We will see. When he wins the
0: doing. Norris this year, we'll see.
3: <laughs> if he wins the Norris this year, I will shave my head.
0: dude. <laughs> that's,
2: um, Kyle, I also like your take on Calgary too. And listening to you talk about them made me remember just how unlucky they were and all those one goal games. And I think a lot of overtime games too that they lost.
3: Yeah.
2: They definitely could, yeah, they definitely primed for a comeback if they can bounce back from all those. I also want to take this time to agree with you with LA and your analysis of LA. Um, I do think they will (laughs) drop down a little bit. However,. However, I do think in terms of goaltending, we often see uh, new goaltenders uh, shine out of the woodwork when the um, uh, opportunity presents itself. Just mm-hmm. like uh, Vegas last year, everybody thought they were going to suck because of no goaltending. So we never know who, who could
3: uh, jump out and have an insane rookie year. That is a great point. Yeah, goaltending is probably one of the most... Inconsistent things year to year in the NHL. They're voodoo. Um, they they are voodoo exactly. They, <laughs> like Phoenix Copley had a good season last year, and now that the starting job is almost his to lose, in the sense that the team knows that they can play in front of him and play their game. And in... um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see whether he seizes that or crumbles under the pressure a little bit with whole new expectations. But does anybody else have any questions or comments about anybody's standings? Do you guys really think Vancouver's going to make the playoffs? It
2: doesn't matter what I really think.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it
2: matters what you stay and
1: what you manifest into the universe. Exactly, exactly. It's like I want to side with Corey on like wanting to put him in the playoffs. You know, spot for my prediction, but I also want to side with Aaron because, like, you know, I got limited expectations, and also last year I had them second, <laughs> so I kind of cursed <laughs> them. So clearly, I have to probably not put them in the playoffs.
4: Yeah, I think my answer to that would be I, <laughs> I hope yes, listen. but I think no.
0: Hey, maybe with a healthy Michaev, uh <laughs>
3: <laughs> they could do something there. I-, I think that's what you guys were missing last year was Ilya Makedev.
0: I I know that was sarcasm, but he is great all
2: around. <laughs> also, don't forget Teddy Bluger. Yeah, yeah,
0: and Suter. And Matt Irwin. P- yeah,
3: Pius. <laughs> Matty Irwin. There's no way he plays right. He's like a seventh defenseman. Might, yeah. For- former Nanaimo Clipper, though. Yeah, you've you said that before on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it all, not, this, not this episode, though, so. I think it'll
2: come down to goaltending and if Thatcher Demko can return to form and steal
3: games. For sure. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more there, Corey. Wow, look at us. Look at us. <laughs> yeah. Look at wow. us. <laughs> Who would have thought?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, between three and six... I, I feel like the consensus from everyone is that it'll be close. So if you can win those one goal games, you can be in. And if you don't,
3: you're out.
1: Yeah. yeah, I like it. Yeah.
3: Hell yeah. Um, I think that's everything for our Western Conference standing predictions. We'll be visiting the next week. And I cannot wait for Corey's take on Boston for a second straight game. Oh, yeah.
1: First place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a good feeling
2: this year. <laughs>
4: <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, that's all we have for this week. Um, this was definitely nice to have everybody back. Finally. It's been a long time. Um... We, unfortunately, in classic Chelstar's Stars fashion did run out of time. So, like Kyle said, we'll touch on those writings next week. We'll also be going over the full Eastern Conference Standing Predictions, so make sure you guys tune in for that. Uh, in the meantime, have a great week. We'll see you guys all next time.
2: See ya. Uh...